If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to On Deck, episode 12. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd right there. Lloyd is, you know, in England, that would be very rude. <laughs> well, if it was one finger, it would be very rude. Two fingers? No, no, is- no. Over in England, they use two fingers. Do they? Yeah, they do. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, there's a show that I used to watch called they made an Americanized version of the show um, about like a dysfunctional family and the dad's like a, a lush and I can't remember the name of the show and people are going to tell us in the comments down below <laughs> uh, whatever it was because I can't remember. Shameless. I just remember oh, shameless. OK. Uh, yeah. So and they were always doing that. And I, really? I had to ask uh, Richard and Matt and I was like, hey, what's that mean? And they were like, oh, yeah, that's 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 a, not a nice oh, gesture. My bad. So that's not what he meant, everybody. Nope. That number- was just him showing American Sign Language uh, <laughs> for the number 12. <laughs> that is correct. If you guys didn't know, this is On Deck, the podcast all about the Steam Deck. Lloyd and I have finally gotten to the point where when we tried just before we hit record to talk about the Stream Deck, (laughs) we kept saying Steam Deck by accident. So uh, I think Elgato has got to change that name. Uh, Before we get started, we want to just say a big thank you to Anthony Talcott for sending in a super thanks on the last episode. That support really does help us out. We appreciate it a bunch, yes. as well as all of these people right here that you can see. I'll throw it in in post where uh, that they became members since the last episode. We really do appreciate that. We do as well. Speaking of the last episode, we got a comment from the last episode, and I think that this is going to give us a good jumping off point. Um, Rene Page said, I have a Steam account, and how do I find out if the games I have run on the steam deck uh lloyd you want to tackle this one yeah well uh there is uh i'm trying to bring up the uh link right now and of course i didn't have it handy because why would i have anything pre-prepared uh here uh, there is a there is a direct link that will take you to uh the steam db which has all of this information um and um valve has been posting games i think they're some they're up at like 83 games or 89 games or whatever that have a green check mark so if you want to see if your games will run on Steam, uh, there is definitely a really good place for you to go and check all that stuff out. And they will actually tell you exactly what is working, what isn't, and what weird sort of um, issues that are um potentially going to get in your way uh, with it. So uh, very, very cool. And uh, you you do through the Steam DB stuff, you have to link your Steam account if you want to mm-hmm. for it to show you all like all your library and what will work and what will not. Um, but that is an, just an insanely easy way to go figure out which games are working, which games aren't and all the little issues that you might run into. Yeah, um, I'll I'll try and remember when I'm editing the show to put in some B-roll of like showing how to use this tool because it's really, really cool. Uh, But basically you you can set a key name that says common Steam Deck compatibility. And and like Lloyd said, there's a link and we're going to put that link in the description. Uh, So make sure that you look for that. And then you have checkboxes where you can say only show 
the games that I own, or you can say only, or, or you can say hide all of the games that I own. So I, if I'm shopping, it's not showing me stuff I already have. Uh, it's really cool, and I like that they do that kind of thing. Uh, super, super handy. But um, once the Steam Deck comes out, you'll also be able to, and if you have bought one, uh, when you just go to Steam, it's going to show you, it'll be like, hey, these are games that work on Steam. We have an episode, I can't remember which episode it was, uh, but if you uh, look at our older On Deck episodes, there is one episode where we talk extensively about what uh, Val has shown off for their Steam Deck verified uh, scheme, which has like little green check marks or little yellow marks or a gray mark, depending on how how much testing that it's uh, it received in in order to show whether or not it works on the Steam Deck. But, right. Uh, you know, that 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 link that Lloyd was talking about, that thing is going to be updated a lot in the next uh, few months and years. And so that's definitely going to be something you're probably going to want to bookmark. 100%. And before we move on, Bill, quick question. Have you been yeah. refreshing your uh, your deck order page thing to see if the date has changed at all mine has not moved and i'm very sad uh but but maybe one day maybe one day i'll be able to get mine in the mail i've checked mine not every day but at least once a week and as soon as you mentioned it i brought it up and looked right now and mine still says your expected order availability quarter two 2022 which makes me Super sad because I want I, I like as a content creator, I was just talking to my wife about this because she was like, how's that show going for you? And I was like, like thousands of people are showing up and watching the show, <laughs> which is fantastic. But there's going to be other people that get their hands on these things before we do. And they're right. going to be able to show it off. And just don't forget about us, everybody, because <laughs> we're going to do lots and lots of Steam Deck content as soon as we get our grubby little hands on these things. Yep. And you know, it's quarter two when I get mine and you're after quarter two, right, Lloyd? Oh, quarter two, quarter two as well. Okay. So yeah, we're both quarter two. Uh, you can guarantee we're going to have lots of stuff to say. In, yep. in fact, before the show, we were talking about how can we stream from the Steam Deck <laughs> uh, and, you know, make sure you uh, subscribe and you can find out uh, what we end up Definitely. doing. So you have not updated either. You're still no, quarter two, still quarter two. And, and if anybody has an uncle that works at valve, uh, like everybody <laughs> that had an uncle that worked at Nintendo, if they want to push us up, 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 up to like number one on the list, I, I would be okay with that. But uh, yeah, unfortunately uh, all in all likelihood, we're going to have to wait uh, a few months to get our content out, which is unfortunate, but also kind of cool the way that it's working. You don't have to wait in line at a store or deal with scalpers. Yeah. When it's ready, it'll come to you, and uh, I, I can be patient, even though I'm a very impatient person. Yeah, same here. I saw a tweet from Wario64 this morning, talk, or, or maybe it was the the Matt Swider guy uh, talking about, hey, there's PS5s for sale at Target, and I was like, well, I'm I'm busy at work, so I can't do it right now. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was after the fact. That, like It was five hours ago. Like I opened it up, and it had been five hours since the tweet, so I'm sure that they're all gone. But yeah. I'm really happy the way that Valve is selling this. Like They yeah. are doing it the way that I always wished that console makers and electronics uh, makers would do, where you just buy it and then wait your turn. I think that that's always better than having people like they're for sale right now and everybody rushes in and is trying to buy things all at once. It's just, it doesn't feel good 
when you go to buy a PS5 and uh, your your bank decides, oh, he never buys things from Target, so we're gonna we're not gonna let this purchase go through. Right, that's a thing that actually happened to me. Oof. Thanks, my bank. <laughs> oof, oof, that's uh, that's rough. Speaking of Wario sixty four, uh, they yeah. ha- they have been tweeting out uh, recently all of the Steam games that are working on Steam Deck mm-hmm. and. So when when the um, what is it, the uh, Lunar New Year sale or whatever is rumored to be starting very soon on Steam, I'm sure Wario 64 is going to be tweeting out all the good deals with the nice little info card saying Game X runs on Steam Deck with a nice green check mark. So thank you, Wario 64, uh, whatever team of robots you have, uh, they, they put in the, the good work and they, they do a very good thing. Yeah, I mean, you brought it up, and I meant to add this to the to the show notes. But the Lunar Steam sale—is there are are there games that you personally are like, all right, I'm not buying anything right now because I'm waiting for it to possibly go on sale. I I have um I only have five things on my wish list right now. I I went through my wish list and removed a bunch of stuff that I I really didn't want anymore, or I've played on other platforms and I really don't want to get them again. Uh, but there's a few games that I really want to pick up. I I would if I could get them for really cheap. That is, uh, Power Wash Simulator. I I want to play that game. I know everyone's like, oh, who wants to clean stuff? I want to clean stuff because it looks like stupid fun, and I love dumb games like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Fist uh, Forge and Shadow Torch, uh, which is a that game's uh, great, which is a really good Metroidvania that has like ray tracing and everything. Obviously, that's not going to work so well on my Steam Deck, but uh, GeForce Now I can play it with uh, with ray tracing on, which is great. And um, what's the other one? Tribes of Midgard, I think, is another one that I have there because uh, Valheim isn't enough of Viking fun for me. Um, so all, all those games and and some other ones. But yeah, nothing, nothing really huge. Uh, I got to tell you, even though I've played and beat God of War and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I've been hovering over the buy button just because it would be <laughs> it, it's just going to be so weird to play those games on a portable that isn't named PSP or Vita. Um, so yeah. just for the weirdness of it, I'm thinking of buying them, but uh, I'm going to be strong and hold out on those, I think. Yeah, I think that I've heard really, really good things about inscription. And so that's uh, yeah. definitely something that's on my list of, of things that I think would be really fun to play yeah. uh, on the Steam Deck. It's good. And what's that? It's really good. I, I picked it up. They had uh, the Christmas sale or the holiday sale. They had, um, I think it was called Four Year Consideration Bundle that had inscription, hmm. Death's Door, and one other game. And I owned two of those games already. So I got inscription for like $8 or whatever it was. Oh, nice. Uh, it's fun. Uh, I don't, if you like deck builders, if you're not a deck builder fan, well, this, this not, that ain't the game for you. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, it is really fun. It's a horror themed deck builder. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun on the Steam Deck, actually. Yeah. And then the other one that I'm, I'm, I'm I got my eyeball on is Loop Hero. I keep seeing people tweeting about this and it looks really fun. Uh, so, and it's also something that obviously is going to run fantastic on the steam deck. So, uh, definitely those are two games that I'm interested in uh, hoping, hoping for a really good sale for the lunar sale. But, you know, like I'm sure that you've heard us say on either this show or other shows a million times, there's so many games to play that, you know, if these games don't go on sale, I probably just won't buy them because I have a billion things to play anyway. Exactly. Uh, And if there's games that you're going to be picking up or you're hoping to pick up on the lunar sale, uh, the what's it called? The lunar new year sale. I I think it's the lunar new year sale. Um, Okay. Whatever it's called, when yeah. they're on sale, let us know in the comments down below. Uh, I, we always take game recommendations too. And, and, 
if there's a game that you want to see maybe uh, some content on, let us know. We might end up checking that out as well. Definitely. All right. Uh, We ran a poll last episode. Not much to say about it, but I said, do you believe that Valve will hit their February release date? And 77% of the people who were here at the, I'm going to say live show, because it's not really live. It's like we record this, we pre-record it, I edit it, and then we post it and we watch it with chat. And it's, it's oh, we always have fun with that. Yep. But 77% said, yes, they think that it's going to hit February. Yep. And Valve seems pretty confident about that too. They, they, um, they posted this thing. I'm scrolling down into the show notes a little bit, Lloyd. Sure. Uh, to the January update. And uh, they basically they're saying, Uh, They said, Happy New Year. The team is back from the holiday and firing on all cylinders. We've got a few updates for you today. First and foremost, we're on track to ship the Steam Deck on time. Then they, of course, qualified that by saying global pandemic supply issues and shipping (laughs) issues notwithstanding, especially if if you've been paying any attention, you know that like uh, train cars have been being robbed out west. and like. So, you know, maybe somebody is going to uh, what are they doing? Old uh, Western movies where they they steal the tr- they steal stuff from the train. Yeah, they uh, they ride the horses up next to it and, and steal <laughs> right. steal everything from the train. Yeah. Like for Valve to hit February, they just have to make one and ship it on February 28th. It doesn't have to arrive mm-hmm. in February. And they essentially did what they promised although well, people are hoping after the delay uh, exactly and but people are hoping that it's going to be more than just a couple lucky people get theirs uh in february or a couple couple days in march or whatever yeah absolutely and they say the end of february and uh, you know i i have to say that the end of february is still february mm-hmm. and uh once once those things are out there uh, I, I foresee the the speed is going to increase. Like at first, it's going to be oh they got a few out, but then it's going to ramp up as they start to get more and more out there. Man, I'm excited wow. for this thing. It's going to be so damn cool. The, the, um, the we last... ran another poll that said will uh, will other devs update their old games? This is because last episode we were talking about how Valve is updating their back catalog to better support the trackpads and yep. better support uh, joysticks instead of just mouse and keyboard. Um, 54% said they should, but they won't. 35% said yes. And 10% said that they don't need to. Um, I, I'm going to go with that first one. In my opinion, I think that they won't, but I think that they should. And that, of course that depends on the game. Is there a particular game Lloyd for you and we didn't talk about this ahead of time, so he didn't know this question was coming. And I didn't know this question was coming because I just thought of it. But <laughs> is there a particular game out there that you feel like this game needs to be updated for me to enjoy it on the Steam Deck because it is it has a, a certain control scheme that just is not compatible with that thing? Trackpads uh, aside. Um, I... <sighs> I'm trying to see really quick if it has joystick support. I really don't think it will or or it does. Uh, and that is uh, Command & Conquer Remastered Collection. One of my favorite games uh, when I was kind of in my PC gaming uh, heyday, playing with a lot of friends, having LAN parties and stuff. One game that we always came back to was, Red, uh, was Command & Conquer and Command & Conquer Red Alert. And uh, I picked up the remaster and the remaster is really, really cool. 
Um, but I don't believe it's playable with uh, with any sort of controller. And I really, really wish that um, it would have built in controller support. Apparently, yeah, using the Steam controller and using the different input methods, it's passable. But it would be really nice if that game could get another pass and make it work fully with a controller. Just like last episode, we talked about Diablo and the mm-hmm. console versions of Diablo are fantastic. Best way for me to play Diablo because I don't want to like keep mousing, uh, clicking my mouse button every every like five, click, 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 click. five times a second or whatever it is. Right. Um, the controller yeah. support made the game even better uh, for me. Um but then you couldn't use that controller support on PC, which we talked about last episode. I would really love other developers to take their games and, and fix them. Um, but going back to the poll, do you think they will? I, I think no. Um, I, I think the AAA developers won't. I, I think all the indie developers, I think a lot of them uh, for games that have come out in the last few years, I think a lot of them will go back in and update it uh, because they want they want to generate more sales. But the the AAA game developers, the EAs and and Activisions and and everybody else, they just they're looking forward to the next game because they want more money in their bank. They don't want to they don't want to update code for people that already own the game. They want to they want to do coding that will generate more sales. So um, I I unfortunately don't think Command and Conquer uh, Remastered Collection will be updated for controller. Uh, but I'm still going to try to play it with all the the weird uh, Steam controller stuff that I'm going to have to kind of put into it. Uh, I'm sure there's profiles already created for it anyway. Yeah, I mean, look, the trackpads uh, will like you can you can shoehorn any game into those trackpads just about unless yeah. the game does not support simultaneous mouse and, and joystick input. Like that's the one issue that that games have. And. I don't know if the Command and Conquer game does or not, but if it doesn't, then it's not going to be the the best experience. Actually, you know what? Because that probably doesn't support joysticks at all, mm-hmm. that probably makes it easier sure. for you to deal with it because what happens whenever a game doesn't support simultaneous mouse and joystick input is whenever you do something with the joystick it changes all of the buttons on screen to joystick buttons. And then as soon as you use the trackpad and it, it thinks it's a mouse, it changes all of those, the on-screen buttons to uh, keyboard layout buttons, like the on-screen stuff that's telling right. you what glyph to use or whatever. And if you're using both at the same time, then the, the UI just keeps flashing back and forth and back and forth, which is really frustrating. Really? And of course, on the Steam controller, you can say, well, okay, this, where's my Steam controller? You know, this joystick is not a joystick. It's a WASD button. And then that kind of solves that problem. But then you run into the issue where as you're playing the game on screen, it's telling you to press E and you have to then remember, oh, E is the B button on my controller. So there we go, which is frustrating and confusing. So I really do hope that devs update their old stuff. But I'm expecting, like you said, that the big companies, they've already moved on to other stuff. Yep. Uh, So probably not. Now. Again, I keep doing this to you, something that's not in the show notes, but I think that I probably should have been, and that's Microsoft. Mm, Microsoft is trying to buy Activision unless the government gets in the way, and we're not going to talk about whether or not that'll happen right now. That's for another show. Um, But Microsoft buying Activision, like right now, there's games on Steam from Microsoft. Like I know that there's a lot of people who hear that and they're like, "Oh no, Microsoft is never going to bring their games to the Steam Deck." But you can currently play Halo Infinite, which sure. is a brand new game 
first party game from Microsoft. You can play that on Steam. Yep. And it's cross play. So like I've played for on my Xbox and played with people who are playing on the Steam version and it was just a seamless once we had our friend list figured out, it was just seamless and it worked. Yep. Uh, same thing with Forza, another brand new game that just came out that is also available on Steam. Now, of course, these are not native Linux versions, but I keep seeing tweets from Pierre-Lou Graffai. If I pr- uh, pronounced his name wrong, I apologize to him. Uh, he can he can feel free to come on the show and tell me how to say his name <laughs> properly. Um, but Pierre-Lou Graffai keeps, he keeps tweeting things like, hey, this game's working great on Proton. And we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Sure. Um, so Lloyd, yeah. you said Diablo, like you were talking about Diablo. Well, it looks like you'll probably be able to put Diablo 4 on Hopefully. the Steam Deck. Hopefully. Or Overwatch 2 or the all these other games. What do you think about that? I, I think it's pretty cool. Like um it, it's it's gonna it's gonna throw the industry for a bit of a loop. And of course we're gonna have to wait about a year or more before the sale will close because it takes a long time yeah. for regulators and and uh, different accounting firms and forensic accountants and all the other <laughs> all the other junk that has to go into these things to make sure that Activision is really worth what they say it's worth or what what the, Microsoft offered them. So there's a a huge process that goes into this. So it's a year out at the at the earliest I would say before yeah. any of this will happen. But what I would love to see is like a Game Pass app that is just available in Steam. That'll never happen. But how cool would that that be? That could happen. Maybe. What if, I mean, look, Microsoft could say, hey, uh, Valve, we'll give you 10%. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That would be, so it'd be really sweet if you could get like a Game Pass app on your Steam Deck and you could just say, oh, Death Store, boom, install. Oh, Halo Wars, boom, install. And it would go to Steam. It would give you a a Steam copy of those games so that all the licensing, all the security stuff goes to, goes to the proper place. You're not, Mm -hmm. uh, you're you're not, you're not causing any sort of security issues or whatever. There's anti-cheat and all the other garbage. None of that stuff's going to get in the way. Um, Similar to how, on uh, PC Game Pass right now, if you want to play um, a Rainbow Six Extinction, you go to your PC Game Pass app on your PC. You say claim. It allows you to sign into your Ubisoft Plus account and it adds the games to Ubisoft. So you're, you now own these games on another platform, even though you got access to them through Game Pass. So it's a possibility, but man, that would be so damn cool. And when you look at like the back catalog from Activision all the way down to like Atari 2600, uh, all the other game companies, Blizzard, all the old games like, um, oh, what was uh, Lost Vikings, Vikings, the game that I was just (laughs) trying to get into my brain, like all those old games um, as part of Game Pass playing on your Steam Deck, man, that would be so amazing. It's probably not going to happen. So a good workaround for it, just like a workaround for Diablo for me or or other games or sorry, not Diablo, Minecraft for me and other games that people are saying won't run properly uh, on, on the Steam Deck using the Linux operating system. It's just dual boot into Windows for the next little while until something like this gets sorted out. So you have your Windows boot, which will bring you into bed bed. Uh, the bedrock version of Minecraft, Halo mm-hmm. Wars, uh, Halo Infinite, uh, Forza, Microsoft Flight Simulator. All those games will run with the Windows versions and then you reboot and you're back in Linux and you have all of the Steam OS stuff on it. So that'll be a nice workaround. But man, if they could if they could bundle that somehow uh, as an app and put it on Steam and then on PlayStation down the road and and the Nintendo Switch, like have Game Pass on all the other platforms 
it'll never happen. But man, that would be such an amazing future. Just like ha- ha- buying a new console and getting a Netflix icon on it. It's it's the same sort of thing, right? You get access to a bunch of content through uh, through some third party icon. Um, but man, it just the the sheer amount of IPs that Activision Blizzard own just makes my my mouth start salivating with all the the fun old game experiences that I'll be able to play for free essentially because I have Game Pass until 2097 or whatever uh, when you could convert your six years of Xbox Live mm-hmm. or up to six years of Xbox Live for a penny <laughs> or whatever it was or a dollar or whatever it was like my my Game Pass is never going to run out. And just all these old games and playing them on my Steam Deck, man. Oh, that would be so amazing. Yeah. And even, you know, Game Pass aside, uh, just the fact that Microsoft is not shying away from putting their games on Steam. So now you don't even have to worry about some other launcher. You can just buy the game from Steam and hopefully it runs okay on Proton. And like from what Valve has been saying, they feel pretty confident that proton is going to take care of most of the issues for for us which is very very good to hear and of course there's going to be people in the comments down below that are going to say like well this game doesn't work and this game doesn't work on proton but you're also not running on the latest version of proton that valve has and i i'm not saying that that's going to solve every problem right but i think i don't think that valve would be going this route if they didn't have the confidence, like last episode, we talked about how confident they are and how yeah. awesome that is. I don't think they'd be going this route if they didn't have the confidence that they, most games are just going to work out of right. the box. 100%. And and we're seeing tweets to that effect from not just Valve, from other, other developers right. saying, oh my God, I didn't think it would work this well, but my game runs fine through the Proton compatibility layer. Um, which is which is great. That is amazing. That's exactly what you want to see. And I'm so excited for Proton to ship with SteamOS 3 because that means that uh, it's going to be usable on other platforms after because people are going to take all the work that was done with Proton and install it on other versions of Linux and, and other other OSs. And everyone's going to benefit from all this heavy lifting and hard work that uh, Valve is doing. And speaking of, you know, devs that have been talking about their experience with the Steam Deck, there's this really cool dev interview with an anonymous uh, developer who wanted to not get in trouble for answering Boiling (laughs) Steam's uh, questions, which smart move, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they, they, they got asked a bunch of questions and they said, yeah, I'll answer some of them. And no, I won't answer some of the other ones. Uh, so, uh, Lloyd, one of the ones that I looked at on here, it says, how fast are the load times for micro SD card? Um, and they're like, it's indistinguishable. I didn't like get out a stopwatch or anything, but like, right. there's no problems. You could just, it, you're not going to notice the difference. That is really exciting to me because that's one thing I was a little worried about is how, how fast is it going to be? Because I got the middle version. I didn't get the most expensive version that has the fastest sure. everything and the biggest storage. I got the middle of the road version because I was a little nervous about spending $650 on something. Right. Um, but having them be just indistinguishable from what's in the uh, the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. And I think that they he says that he has the 256 gigabyte version, which is the right. one that I ordered. 
Um, that's pretty exciting news. Does, does that make you feel better about you ordering the 64 gigabyte version? For sure. I, I really wish I could go back in time and choose 256 instead. Uh, choosing 64 was just a hedging my bets kind of thing. I, I thought I could switch it down the road. Obviously, that's not... Well, I could switch it, but then I'd be way at the back of the line, which is never <laughs> going to happen. Um, but we, we saw like early reports of how fast things are loading from SD card. And then we found out all of the kind of early video that we saw where people were invited to Valve to go hands-on. And you had uh, Linux, uh, Linus Tech, tip, tech Tips. You had um, the, uh, oh, I'm blanking, Digital Foundry guys. You had a whole mm-hmm. bunch of people that had hands-on with this. And they're like, it was so fast. And then we found out after that every single game we played was running from the SD card, which kind of blew our minds. So I was already feeling pretty good, but I I, I like to feel better. And getting uh, interviews like this uh, done where the developers are saying, yeah, it's fast because the developer was would be the first one to say, yeah, our game is running well, but the load times are a little slow. So hopefully Valve can work on that. They're not saying that they're saying, yep, it right. runs fast and it's indistinguishable. So that uh, makes me very excited. Yeah, he also says uh, a couple other really interesting things on there. First off, he says, how much better does it feel than a Switch when playing games if you had to compare qualitatively? And the dev says it's more comfortable to play for longer sessions. Uh, The button placement is really good. Uh, It's wider than the Switch, which helps with the Steam Deck's uh, weight distribution. I think it was episode two of On Deck. We talked about how heavy it was because valve had released the actual like all the very technical specifications and it was easily two switches worth of mass uh and so it's pretty heavy uh and but the fact that it's wider means that it it distributes that weight a little bit more and i i also really like the placement of the 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 sticks and the buttons so hearing that all of the things that i'm excited for when i saw the steam deck He's like, yeah, that's true. Uh, any any thoughts there? No, not really. Um, I, 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 yeah, that was really great to see. Um, compa- there's going to be comparisons to the Nintendo Switch forever. Um, that's kind of the thing that will persist with this device uh, for at least the the first year or two. Uh, the one part of this interview that really um, kind of got my ears perked up a little bit and then a little bit sad was, uh, are there many games where you tried um, where the low resolution display made things harder to enjoy? And they're talking about the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters being pretty much unplayable because you need a magnifying glass to read so that was my one worry and and i know people we we talked about this a while ago and they're like well you can just edit an ini file and i'm like yeah i get that i understand that it's a pc it's running pc apps and you can mod things to make it better Uh, but what i really hope is that um games like that will get a a a one pass over which will just update the uh, text size for devices like the steam deck when it's running at 800p mode maybe double or triple or quadruple the font size just to make it more legible um for me that's my one biggest worry is that so many of these games have such small text boxes when you're viewing them on a 4k screen that they're going to be unreadable when they're running it at 800p screen and uh, again they 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 kind of called that out right away which was expected but you kind of always hold out hope that uh, things would would just kind of figure themselves out. Um, that's not going to work. So either you're going to be modding it or waiting for updates. Yeah. And look, do not wait for Square to <laughs> update PC ports. They I mean, look, I don't like saying the word lazy when talking about developers. 
I think what's more probably accurate is that the publisher says you don't have time for that. So you're not doing it. And they have the laziest PC ports on the planet. Every single like guardians of the galaxy, uh, fantastic game. It starts with a stupid, uh, uh, you, you can't change the options in the game. You have to like, it has what's what's that called it's when a they little launcher that pops slash up. screen or a little launcher every yeah. time like Square always they're in love with these little launchers <laughs> and they never want to let go of that stuff and I don't see them updating Final Fantasy whatever uh, the the pixel remaster right. in order to make the text more legible what's more likely to happen is that and this is as a, somebody who is a fan of the games that Square makes they'll probably say, and now we're going to sell the Steam Deck <laughs> version of that that right. has bigger text so you can read it, and yep. you'll buy it all over again yep. because they know that they can get away with it because they're square. <laughs> yeah, or you could do what a lot of people are going to do. They're just going to fire up uh, an emulator, and they're going to play the original ROMs of those games yeah. and do it that way, which will make bigger text because it's a... A 320 by 200 or a 540 by 480 screen, depending on which version, and that blown up to 700p or 800p rather, uh, is not going to be such a, a huge issue. So maybe that's how a lot of people are going to get around that issue. Yeah, the dev was then asked if they were impressed, and there's a good answer and a not not good answer in here as well. So first, he said, "I'm not disappointed with the hardware. Being completely honest, many people will get a deck and be impressed." Equally, many people, mainly because this is in parentheses, mainly because they didn't temper their expectations, <laughs> right, <laughs> will not be impressed. Basically, he's saying, look, you cannot expect that a piece of hardware like this is going to run Cyberpunk 2077 at 60 frames per second uh, with like all the bells and whistles and stuff. You can't expect that. Right. And I absolutely have seen people in in the comment section down below talking about how this thing is the second coming and it's going to like it's going to run every game at 60 frames per second and anybody who doubts that is crazy like i've seen those comments not just here but all over the place right people don't understand how computer hardware works and i have to say as a self-labeled moron when it comes to computer hardware I don't know how that stuff works, but I understand that when you have a portable system, it can't do all the things that our giant computers do. Right. Like you look at a a, a, a graphics card and they're huge. They are. They're huge. And the power drain uh, is like eight times or, tw- oh, yeah. or 12 times what this device has for for max wattage, uh, like for, for the APU and all that stuff at max usage so yeah there's no way that those games are going to look the same of course 800p isn't a 4k screen so you're going to get some some overhead just by having a lower resolution Mm -hmm. but you're still not going to be playing the latest and greatest on max settings um on on this device which i think is fine right i think that that's fine too but there's a lot of people who like this dev was saying they're going to be upset because they expect that it will exactly Uh, then he says the answer that i'm that i'm very nervous about he says, SteamOS 3.0 needs more time in the oven. 
And I think February is cutting it close to have it in a shippable state, especially when Valve only recently started manufacturing the consumer SKUs. Now, that last part about manufacturing the consumer SKUs, I don't think that that has like that has no bearing to me on the software because, you know, anybody who's bought a console or a piece of hardware like you get at home. And you have to update stuff like that. Right. You Like that's the thing that people always talk about at Christmas. Did you buy a PlayStation for your kid? <laughs> Make sure that you plug it in and do the three hours of updates before you give it to him. Right. Otherwise you'll have a sad little boy on Christmas day. <laughs> uh, so like, that's the thing that, that like, I don't, I don't know that that makes a lot of sense to me, but the fact that he's used or, or, or she, I don't know, uh, steam OS 3.0 and they mm-hmm. think that it needs more time in the oven. That's, that makes me nervous. How's, how are you feeling about that, Lloyd? Yeah, I, it, it's a little bit concerning, but also this is a dev kit that they're talking about, and dev kits oftentimes don't have the latest and greatest OS on it. They have they have a passable OS because you want developers to be able to put their stuff on it, uh, play around, and not have your OS be too heavy or crash or all that other stuff. So maybe the current shipping version of SteamOS 3 is in a a much more updated state than the one that was on this dev kit. Um, that's that's me uh, like hoping uh, more so than uh, living in reality, because in reality, I think Valve would just have whatever the most most recent shipped version of the OS on these dev kits. And uh, whenever an update comes, you'd be able to update your dev kit as well. Hopefully day one updates will be available and fix a lot of the issues that this uh, developer was having um, because, well, my day one update is going to be different than Bill's day one update, which is going to be different than who's whoever's listening to this one's day one update because of the way that Valve is doing kind of a uh, a staged shipping where you, mm-hmm. you, you get in a line and, and you get yours whenever it's your turn. So it's not like a standard console where they make these PlayStation 4s six months before they're going to be uh, in stores because they have to make millions and millions and millions of them, get whatever OS they need on them at the time, and then have a big, huge day one update for the OS. Um, This device isn't quite like that. So maybe it won't be that much of an issue. Maybe this gives Valve some extra time that other console manufacturers or hardware manufacturers wouldn't have just because of logistics of getting that stuff made, shipped, warehoused, and then put out for consumers to buy. Yeah, uh, they were they were then asked, um, how do you think Windows gamers will react? And they yeah. said, I, I genuinely don't know. But if the deck, but other devs have said, if the deck is anything like the, the switch experience wise, Microsoft should be worried. They then followed up with. It is a pretty close experience to the switch as once you start playing a game, everything else just melts away, which is awesome, awesome, awesome to hear. I love the idea that. Everything melts away and you're just presented with this little 800p screen and Mm -hmm. your awesome Steam library right behind it. That's so exciting. I can't wait (laughs) for this device. (laughs) 100%. 100%. And Microsoft should be worried at the end of that quote. I don't know if that's true. Microsoft wants to sell content and they'll be able to still sell content on this device, whether it's on a Windows PC, whether it's on an Xbox console, whether you're playing it through xCloud or whether they're putting their games into the the Steam store and you're buying them that way. Microsoft just wants to keep selling content and have people sign up for for annual or monthly uh, subscriptions. And this device might help them in that regards. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's move on to um, oh, where did I put? Oh, there it is. Uh, I picked up the steam controller and set it back down. So here's my steam controller. It looks different than most steam controllers because I have a skin 
on it. This is the Aperture Laboratories skin that because I have two Steam controllers, I wanted to make sure that I could tell them apart player one from player two. <laughs> and uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because D Brand is apparently making uh, some skins for mm-hmm. the Steam Deck. Now, we saw some people thinking that this was complete hardware, hardware shell replacements. And I don't know, maybe they are. I know that they're doing hardware shell replacements for the PS5, but mm-hmm. that's just like an outside thing. Yeah. Um, the the thing about the like those shells on the PS5, they are designed to come off so you can easily like pop it out and replace like, uh, you know, the hard drive or something, the SSD in it or something. Right. Um, the Steam Deck is not supposed to be taken apart. Like it's the, yeah, they showed us how to take it apart, but they said, don't do this at the beginning of their video. Right. And then at the end of the video, they said, if you followed our directions, you didn't do any of the things that we just showed you. Don't take it apart. Right. And a shell replacement involves taking it apart. And I don't know about you. I I know that I am like I'm I'm bad at a lot of things. I am especially bad when it comes to trying to take electronics apart and get them to fit back together. Right. This thing when they showed us the inside of the Steam Deck, it looked incredibly packed. Like yes. this thing is clearly built by a machine. Yep. And I don't think that there's they don't have people in there with little tiny screws screwing it together. Right. It's built by a machine. And taking it apart to replace the shell just seems crazy to me. So I don't think that that's what D-Brand is doing. I think they're just making those um, vinyl stickers that go on the the Steam Deck. And I think that that's going to be awesome. Um, I'm not going to get one, but... I, that's only because I will only have one and I don't need to be able to tell them apart. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the D-Brand stuff. Um, they make some really high quality uh, stickers or decals or decals, depending on which part of the world you're from. Um, I know people are going to be in comments. It's not decal. What's a decal? Well, I'm Canadian and that's what that's what we say up here in Canada land. Well, listen here, Canadian land, when they type it, we're not going to know if they're saying what's a decal or what's a decal because we, we have no idea. It's those two words, which are one word, are spelled the same. And Lloyd's just wrong about that. OK, all right. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. But Deep Brand makes really, really good vinyl uh, stickers that go on the devices. And I got one for my iPad because I got an iPad Air about a year ago. And um, it was kind of the same instructions for the iPad Air or the um, the iPad Pro. And they even had a thing in their instructions where uh, the iPad Pro has one of those little square lens covers for all of your cameras on the back. And they're like, grab a can opener or grab a bottle opener and pop that thing off and then put this sticker here. And I'm like, no way in hell would I ever do that to my device. But they get down to that level where you're actually um, putting putting little tiny stickers on little edges. So the image that they showed off was the top of the Steam Deck with uh, with a white uh, white sticker covering the whole thing. Looks really cool. And, and it looks like there's maybe some textured stuff on some of the other things. I have I have no doubt that they're going to do it. But I also have no doubt that people are going to be selling full case replacements. You'll be able to get an atomic purple Steam Deck case because they existed for the Nintendo Switch. They exist for a, for for a bunch of different devices. 
I would never, ever, ever do that myself. And I used to take apart laptops and fix them. And really, really tiny components were my my day job. And I don't ever want to do that again. But where there's a will, there's a way. And people are going to be doing that. And uh, I, I'll love to see the images on Twitter. But I'm not going to be doing that myself. Yeah, if you are one of those people that is going to, that like you get a Steam Deck and you're going to take it apart and replace the shell so it looks super cool and unique and i don't know maybe you threw some led lighting in there so it's just crazy looking uh make sure that you tweet it at us i'm at run jump stomp on twitter he is at dasme on twitter and we'll be sure to include it in the show because we as much as i say don't do it (laughs) well just don't do it to mine go ahead and do it to yours because i think it's cool as hell i've seen so many of those things where you get to see like the atomic purple stuff. Like oh, you mentioned, I love that so much. They always look really cool and I'm always jealous, but I'm never going to attempt it. Uh, <laughs> and, and like other people were looking at the picture of this and they like, they looked at the thumbstick and they were like, how come there's no cap on the thumbstick? And honestly, I think that's a render. I don't think that that's a real picture. Yeah. You think that's a real picture. I think it's just a render. I think it's a render. I think they 3d printed some samples to spec just so they could work on the sizing for their uh, for their sticker sheets to get all that yeah. stuff ready. So I think this is a render of something that they would put out to for their 3D printer or whatever. But um, but yeah, it's good that they're working on it. They make really great stuff. They're a company that is super snarky and angry all the time because they it's like they're a robot that is controlling this company and stupid humans buying stickers and blah, 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 blah. I love their company. I love their marketing. Um, but uh, I can't wait to see what they what what they bring out for the Steam Deck down the road. All right, let's move on to what's on deck. That's the part of the show where we talk about the games that have been shown off lately. And I want to start with this tweet from uh, Mr. Yoshida. Yeah. Uh, And he says, all he says is, yes. (laughs) And he has a picture of the Steam Deck running God of War, uh, which I know that there's a lot of people who have been talking about that game lately. And uh, I've seen, I think that Pierre, Pierre Lou also tweeted something about about that, uh, I guess I didn't capture it, but something about that the, the God of War was also running really well on Proton. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be, you already pay, uh, beat this game. Did yeah. you say that earlier that you were going to buy it again? Uh, no, it's it's kind of, it's one of those things where I kind of hover over the buy because it's like, oh, right, I right, want right. to play a Sony game on non-Sony hardware, uh, but then I come to my senses and I don't. Uh, I'll probably buy this game down the road if it's ever on like a $10 sale uh, in a year or two or whatever. Uh, it is a really good game. God of War is the 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 new God of War, probably my favorite one in the series. It's more um, Tomb Raider than God of War, and uh, I will eventually play it on my deck. That's awesome. Uh, and and the thing is, it's like you just said it. Uh, playing a Sony game on a non Sony device, right? And we were talking about it earlier. Playing Microsoft stuff on a non Microsoft <laughs> device, it seems like. Everybody assumes that the that Microsoft and Sony, they only ever want you to play their games on their devices. But both of those companies, more so Microsoft than Sony, I think, uh, although Sony seems to be coming around at this point, they understand that when they sell you a game that they otherwise would be unable to sell you because you don't have the appropriate hardware. Mm hmm. They make money. And I don't know if you know about these companies, but they <laughs> like that green stuff or whatever color it happens to be in the country that you live in. Um, here it's green. Uh, but 
like you're going to be able to play Microsoft games. You're going to be able to play Sony games on the Steam Deck. It is the is the place where you can play everything except yeah. for Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that that's awesome. And immediately people in 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 uh, in the comments down below are going to be like, well, you can emulate that Just stuff. I mean, legally. Emulator. Yeah, there there's going to be five comments about saying, well, the new switch emulator runs really well on yeah. on Linux. Yeah, sure. That exists. I, I that that is a thing. I will not be doing that personally. Uh, but if you are, well, I, I mean, have at it. It's your device and uh, your your decision what you do with IP law or, or not. Right. And you know what? If you bought the game and you're playing it on there, I don't care. That's fine. 100%. But don't steal the game because that's hurting game developers. And that means we don't get the games that we want. That's right. Speaking of games that we want, and I mean games that Bill wants that Lloyd does not want. Uh, I am super excited for this next tweet from Pierre Ludgerfy. Uh, He said, Monster Hunter Rise looks solid on Proton at launch. Special thanks to Capcom for providing early access so the dev team was able to get it ready ahead of the big day. Yeah, that is. Well, first off, as somebody who adores Monster Hunter Rise, uh, I just put out a video the other day where I talked extensively about Monster Hunter Rise. Make sure you check that video out. I'll try and remember to link it in the description. Uh, But as somebody who adores Monster Hunter Rise, that's awesome to hear. Uh, somebody might say, well, you could just play it on your Nintendo Switch. And yes, I can. And yes, I did. But I'm going to prefer to play it on my Steam Deck because it's going to have a better frame rate uh, and it's going to perform better. And it's going to be more comfortable because I don't like the ergonomics of the Nintendo Switch uh, either. But sure, the more important thing about that tweet is that second part special thanks to Capcom for providing early access so the development team was able to get it ready ahead of the big day? Yeah. Th- that means that they've got big companies working with them on Proton, and that's a huge deal, in my opinion. That's bigger than any of the other stuff that we really talked about. The sure. fact that they have they're working with these AAA developers to get their games running on Proton. Yep. That's huge. What do you think about that, Lloyd? Yeah, that is that is really good to see. And of course, Valve probably has access to a lot of the games that will be coming to Steam down the road. Um, They can probably using their development kit, um, pull those games up and play them. Um, But probably not every game and probably not the most recent build of those games. So for Capcom to uh, give them an early copy of Monster Hunter Rise so that they could run it through Proton and see what sort of weird issues pop up. That is very good. And and it shows that like we've been saying all along, Valve is doing the right things. They're going about mm-hmm. this the right way. And this is something that you would expect them to do. And of course, they're doing it because Valve is doing the right things and doing it the right way, as we've been saying. So uh, this makes me very excited. So that means that a lot of new games that are slated to come out in the coming months, they might have already been tested on Proton. We, we, we might we they might have dev kits. They might be running these things through it. They might be reporting bugs saying, hey, this uh, this object isn't rendering properly. When I play it through Proton, it runs fine on Windows. Here's my here's my logs. Can you take a look at it? And these these patches, these fixes are going into the Proton emulation layer or compatibility layer or translation layer, whatever you want to call it, and making it better for everybody else and future games uh, as well. So uh, very excited about the future. Absolutely. And the, the fact that they're working with the AAA devs on uh, or AAA developers on Proton means that when the Steam Deck ships, that verified green check mark is going to be more prevalent 
Yeah. Then I think a lot of people are expecting. Speaking of games that are probably going to get that green check, these aren't games that are like super power hungry games or sure. anything. But Pathway and Halfway, uh, Halfway I don't know anything about, but Pathway is a really cool game. If you want to play a game that is like turn-based tactical strategy mixed with Indiana Jones like <laughs> aesthetic right. and 16-bit uh like art direction mm-hmm. pathway is really cool. I especially love like when you're moving around the map, it felt like uh, those scenes in Indiana Jones, when he takes off on the plane and you see the little dash line go across <laughs> uh, the map. It's, it's a really, really cool game. And I think that a lot of people are going to enjoy that one. Right. Uh, but it's just one more awesome game that, that they say are is running pretty well. And then the dev said halfway runs good too, uh, but needs some tweaking from our side. So that's one more of those smaller devs doing exactly what Lloyd said that they would be doing, uh, updating those the, uh, their games in order to increase sales and you know kind of ride the Steam Deck coattails uh, right across that finish line to right. a lot more uh, a lot more dollars. Yep. Uh, Lloyd, have you played Pathway? I haven't. Um, I can't, I'm just trying to remember the name of a streamer that I watched play at one time, and I was like, ah, oh, that looks really cool. I want to check this one out. Another game to add to my wish list and pick up on a Steam sale and add it to my Steam Deck. Like all these PC games that I've wanted to play or looked cool. I now have an easy way to play it. And of course, I'm sitting in front of a PC. This is my recording studio for when I podcast and stream and all that stuff. I don't game on it. I I don't like to sit here when I don't have to sit here. And uh, I won't have to sit here when I have my Steam Deck. Yeah. And for those of you who are wondering, uh, uh, Pathways already added controller support and it uh, it has mostly positive reviews and it's only 15 bucks on Steam. So uh, but Lunar Sale coming. So maybe right. watch for that one. Right. Uh, and then a game that you played a bunch of yeah. and I played a little bit of it didn't really catch my attention too much. Uh, but that's Falconeer. Mm-hmm. The the devs from Falconeer said uh, thanks to Kevlar 32 bit. So basically, they got a Steam Deck loaned to them from another dev, but they said, I can finally see the UI scaling at work. This isn't a Proton version, but a native Linux version updated to the same improvements that also got uh, the Switch, the Falconer on an 80 on Metacritic with maxed out graphics on Valve software, upcoming Steam Deck. So the Falconeer, which is a very pretty game. I played it a little bit on Stadia and you played it completely on Stadia? Uh, Not all the way on Stadia. Not all the way. uh, like that, that game's running at, at maxed out graphics, which is really good to hear. Cause that's a pretty game. It's, it's really, it's really great. Um, it, it's also weird, uh, that this one guy, one dude, Thomas Sala is making this game himself on all these different <laughs> yeah. platforms. And uh, I was, I, I follow him on Twitter, uh, because I, I, it just blows my mind that, this one developer is making a version of his game on all the different platforms individually, but he was just tweaking. He was like, Oh, I want to see how a VR version of the Falconer would look like. So he, he quickly over a day and a half, it seems got a fully VR version of his game working. So if any indie developer is going to get their game running at the highest frame rate and clip and graphical uh, fidelity, uh, it's going to be uh, Thomas Sala and uh, Falconer is a fantastic game. So uh, that's another one to play on the deck. I don't have a, a Steam copy of this game, so I'm going to have to uh, wish list that one as well. 
There you go. Um, you want to tell everybody what the Falconeer, what what kind of game that is? Real yeah, quick? yeah. It's a dogfighting game where you basically fly around on big birds with uh, guns, and you're doing dogfights. It's it's a hell of a lot of fun, uh, and <laughs> it had the best dogfight gameplay controls until I played Chorus, which I think mm-hmm. I like the dogfight controls a little bit more. But that's because you have special powers, and you can jump behind someone that is constantly getting away from you um so maybe that's not a fair comparison but uh yeah i I love that you said flying around on big birds i immediately was picturing (laughs) like flying around on a a giant yellow bipedal bird um and like of course elmo's going by yelling at rocco like all of the all of the things that are happening with sesame street right now I love that you said that snuffle up against uh, simulator is what it is. So you're, you're, this is what's going on in snuffle up against his mind when he's uh, talking that's to power Bird. wash simulator. You're holding his trunk. There you go. <laughs> right. That would, Hey, free mod idea for anybody out there that wants to add that to the game. <laughs> that's right. Just tell people in your mod to watch our show. That's right. And uh, I'm sorry if you get sued by uh, uh, whoever it is. Pete, not PBS. Who is it? I don't know. Didn't someone buy oh, didn't HBO, 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 HBO yeah. owns Sesame Street now? I so think. weird. Anyway, hey, if you've been watching the show for this long, you've probably have enjoyed it. So make sure you click on that like button down below. Uh, and, you know, we talked about some indie games that are coming to the Steam Deck. I'm curious what your favorite indie games are that you're looking forward to playing on the Steam Deck, because this like we, we can talk all day about the AAA stuff and a lot of the AAA stuff will work. Mm hmm but won't work amazing. Um, the, the indie stuff is going to be fantastic because that's usually not, not, not tons and tons of power required in order to run those games. So let us know in the comments right down below that like button, those games that you are looking for that are indie games, not the triple a experiences. And maybe we'll talk more about that stuff on episode 13, lucky number 13, which will be back in a couple weeks. Anything that you want to talk about or uh, mention before we get out of here, Lloyd? Uh, no, I don't think so, man. I, it, it's, I can't believe it's the 21st. We're recording this one on Friday, the 21st. Uh, it's coming out on Monday, the 23rd, because uh, we're, 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 we're giving you some behind the scenes. You're looking at the man behind the curtain right now. Um, it's almost the end of January. February is right upon us. This is real now. Like I feel I was going to say this before, but we got into other things. I've I haven't been this hyped about a piece of hardware until the Nintendo Switch. And I can remember feeling the same way, refresh, refreshing all the blogs, looking for developer interviews, looking at games, looking at this, looking at that and dreaming about sitting on my couch with a portable game device in my hand that wasn't a DS or a 3DS or whatever. I have the exact same like butterflies in my stomach, almost feeling waiting for this device. And I cannot wait for the Steam Deck. And we're like a month away from the first lucky people getting theirs. Sadly, it'll be probably not us, probably <laughs> three, four months before I get mine. But I'm OK. I'll be patient in, in this regard. But uh, yeah, really excited about this, man. Absolutely. All right. That's it for On Deck Episode 12. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We will see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye bye. Take it easy. <laughs>